You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, here's your host, Peter Inch. Good morning. I'm Peter Inch, host of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show. I'm also the general manager of Roy Inch & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing, a service experts company. Uh, We hope you'll be able to join us every Saturday between 9 and 9.30 as we provide information to you, our listeners, about heating, air conditioning, and plumbing, how it works in your home, and some energy-saving tips. But most important, the phone lines are open, so should you have a question on your heating, air conditioning, or plumbing, give us a call at 519 643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255 and one lucky caller today will win two tickets to the Thursday December the 27th London uh, or sorry that should be Saturday December 27th London Lightning game Uh, I was there last Thursday saw a great game um Final shot, the uh, Mississauga power sinks it, but time ran out and the Lightning won. So if you want to see some great basketball and some good entertainment, I'd highly recommend to get out to the London Lightning game. With us, we got Dan Peterson, but uh, he was normally our London Knights reporter, but I, you, you took the day off. And uh, so we... Uh, we don't have a report. We know they won. We know it was a good game, but uh, uh, they weren't. Uh, Dan or I wasn't at the game, and I was watching the uh, Canada game on TV, so I can't tell you how well they played. <laughs> but so, what is the? Uh, we're going to talk about a few things uh, over the next uh, half an hour to do with a lot about rooms that are cold. So I'm going to throw it over here to Dan to talk about a room that he had in his house. Um, before we installed a new system and and what happened after the new system was put in well i never uh I never used to run my fan continuously before, and I always had a room on the south east corner furthest away from the furnace, and it was always cold so when we had the new system put in, uh, we decided to leave the fan run continuous, and now that room is warm pretty well all the time. So the cold air is coming out. It's mixing. So it's not a case of the furnace coming on, blowing hot air to the end, shuts down. Now it gets cold and you got to start that cycle all over again. You're recirculating that air throughout the home and it keeps that room warm now. Perfect. Well, we got uh, Michael on the line with us here. Michael, what's, uh, go ahead with your question. Oh hi, yeah. Um, my question—it's about—it's about hot water. Um, we've got a six-year-old house; it's two stories tall. Mm-hmm. And uh, just recently, we've ha- seemed to have a problem getting hot water like upstairs. Okay. Um, I had the Reliance guys out and looked at the water heater. They, you know, cleaned the burner and stuff, and said, "Nope, it look all looks fine." Yeah. And it just seems like it takes, you know, like five or six, seven minutes to run the hot water before it seems to come out of the taps upstairs. Like if you go downstairs to the laundry sink, turn the hot water on, it comes out really quick. And that seems to kind of prime the pump sort of thing. Yes, yes. And I just wondered what that could be. 
Um, what kind of taps do you have upstairs? Uh, like a single handle faucet or a two nope. handles or two handles. Okay. What I'd do is probably take the the tap apart yeah. on the tub and chuck the washers in them. Check the washers. Yes. Really? What happens is at, over a few years, these washers will swell up. Oh, okay. Okay? Yeah. And eventually they'll they'll crack and start to drip too. Yeah. But what they're doing is, it sounds to me like what they're doing is swelling up, so they're cutting that uh, area down right. that the water can come through. Uh-huh. And you may not notice it so much, but when you only have a half-inch pipe yeah. and now you've cut it down even down to a quarter or or even smaller than that, yep. it's going to take that much longer to drain the water that's already cool out of the pipe for the hot water to get there. Okay. Yeah, that and that's sense. what it sounds like to me. Um, there could be other things too, but that's the, that's the first place to check. Okay. That's okay. what I'll do. All right. Great. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, Thanks Michael. So that – now – can when you talk two handled taps, can water, cold water, ever filter through to get to the hot water side with a two handled tap? Not really. The only time that that could happen is if uh, you turn on your hot. If one of them is already leaking, if one of them's already dripping, it can filter through to the other side. With two handle, that doesn't happen very often, but it happens a lot with single handle faucets because you can't see the water travel through to the other side. And and the hot will actually sometimes even push the cold once it expands. So on a single handle, if that's going on, it's a replacement of the cartridge? Exactly. That's exactly. That's what it is. That cartridge is, is letting water leak by that you can't see. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Well, that's we're all learning on this show today. <laughs> so the um, Now, one thing while we're on the plumbing side that I've always – I didn't know until – uh, Dan's company uh, merged in with us a few years ago that there's different plungers. I got one plunger at home <laughs> that I used, you know, in the toilet. I used on the sink. I used whenever I needed it. And then when you came on board, you told me, I don't know what I'm doing. No, there's different plungers. Um, the uh, plunger with a flat bottom uh, or flat cup, that's the plunger that you should be using on your sink your bathtub, your bathroom basin, that type of thing. There's another plunger that'll look like a ball on the end or it'll have a cone on the end. That is basically for your toilet because the the contour of the trap in the bottom of your toilet is is rounded. It's easier to get that in there. You can't get a flat plunger in there. A lot of the ones with the cone on the bottom, though, they design those for people to buy one plunger does all. Well, it doesn't really do a very good job, but people push the cone up inside. They'll use it as a flat plunger. It doesn't work as well because you can't get the same seal on there because when you plunge something, it's there's more than just putting the plunger over the hole and giving it a few whacks up and down. It's got to be able to stick on there. So when it's flat on the bottom, it'll stick on there. You can actually get a really good job done with the plunger. People won't believe it, but you can do a really good job with the plunger. Now, if the sink's full of water? Better. It's, oh, it's better if it's wet it's better. and dry. It's better. It's, um, even if your sink is slow 
and put your plunger over the drain hole and then fill up that sink about a quarter full of water because then that'll give you more oomph to actually keep the seal there. If you if it's dry, it won't stick the same to get that seal when you're doing your plunging. Okay. So I got to go buy a plunger today. You got to buy a plunger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that to be a Christmas present. Well, there we go. We can wrap that up and that'll be a perfect Christmas present. There are some that are a lot better than others. So uh, don't go cheap on a plunger. <laughs> wood handle or plastic handle? I prefer wood. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll get that and give that uh, – put that under the tree for Christmas. New, Nobody will know what it is. A new plumber would prefer a plastic handle probably. <laughs> so it's um, – the other thing we see back to a cold room uh, – when we see a room over a garage, we get a lot of people that are complaining, first of all, the floor's cold, but second of all, there's no airflow or warm air coming into that room. A um, couple things that we find with that is normally the pipes will run up the, the what I'll call the house wall of the garage, if it's an attached garage, mm-hmm. and then run across the ceiling and then um, go out underneath a window on the far side. And we find out that those pipes have either not been insulated or poorly insulated. Mm-hmm. And so the, as the hot air is traveling across the ceiling of the garage, it's basically losing all its heat. Yeah. Um, the floor being cold is the same thing. The insulation was not done well in that garage. And it really needs to tear the ceiling down of the garage, re-insulate the floor area, re-insulate the pipes. And if there is only a four-inch pipe going across there, you might increase the size to a five or six if you can, depending on the uh, joist space. Mm-hmm. But that's uh, when we see it over a garage, that's basically it's more of a issue of the insulation trying to keep the cold away from it uh, than it is not enough airflow going through that Right, duct. and uh, people have a tendency sometimes to leave the garage door open quite a bit. But I think if you went through any subdivision, newer subdivision in the city of London or any city right now, the that's very common for those rooms to be over top of garages. Yeah, it, it's almost yeah. – that's the way they build everything. It, exactly. It's almost standard now yeah. to have that happen. Yeah. Well, give us a call at uh, 519-643-2222 just like Michael did or one 354 8255. We'll just break for a couple of commercials and we'll be right back. You're listening to Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show, live on AM980 and online at am980.ca. Got a question about plumbing, heating, or air conditioning? Call now, 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Now, once again, here's your host, Peter Inch. I should ask you, Dan, uh, you got your Christmas shopping done? I do have my Christmas shopping. Yeah, well, everybody who's out there shopping, I'll see you this afternoon. <laughs> I just started last night and uh, got a few things done, but uh, I got to work a little hard at it today to finish it up. And, <laughs> you may find it hectic. But, I, you know, with that, <laughs> that plunger, you gave me a good idea. Yeah. So, you know, I, I now know where to get, what to get. So. Um, one thing we're, you know, with this uh, cold rooms that we were talking about, whether it's over garage, but... What we're finding in a lot of cases is a blocked return air. So people have put a couch or a dresser 
over a return air, or now we're seeing you know Christmas trees and yeah, exactly. everything else in front of them. Um, but what we have to realize is the furnace can only put out as much air as it gets back. And I, I'll use a garden hose as an example. If you kink yep. a garden hose and you only get a drip, you've got to have water, good flow of water, and it's the same thing in air. We've got to have that return airs open to get air back to the furnace. Yep. If you start covering up, it's like kinking the hose and shutting down the airflow that comes back. Well, you can only move, uh, the furnace can only move the air that it takes in. So it's very important that those uh, cold airs stay open. Um, you could probably overheat the heat exchanger too um, if you're not bringing enough cold air back. Yeah, and we get a lot of people who will put, um, I call it cheesecloth. Over the mm-hmm. re- over yes. the registers and that, hoping to filter the air. Yeah, but that is really restricting the air. Yes, that um, sometimes they they think that they're they're filtering it, but that's why they have the filter in their furnace. Let the filter do its job, what it's designed for, and let the cold air do its job. So you know the best thing: keep your return airs open. If you've got cold rooms, make sure all the return airs are open to get air back. Make sure you're running your fan all the time to circulate that air and and make sure that it, it flows well. Uh, and then if it is a room over a garage, you may have to look at doing some insulation or uh, taking that ceiling down and yeah. verifying that everything's been done properly. That uh, four-inch uh, lines over top on, uh, of your garage, I think that's a fairly common thing, too. Uh, you probably should change those to five-inch runs if you find that uh, that they're only four. Yeah, for sure. It's. I wish it was six inch runs everywhere in a home as much exactly. as they can. But uh, again, it, it's we're not in the house building business, and <laughs> and that, you know it's it all comes down to the cost of building homes and the cost of selling homes. And, That's right. And what goes on in that area. So one thing um, we've seen, Dan, over the last couple of weeks, unfortunately, we've seen some people with new equipment that have had issues. Um, why is it important to get maintenance done on new furnaces? Well, there, there's a lot of reasons why someone should have their maintenance done on a regular basis. Every year, um, the warranty that's on that furnace, quite often now, the manufacturers will give you whatever warranty, five years, ten years, but with a proven routine maintenance record. If you don't have that done... They will not look after the warranties on your furnace because you aren't maintaining your equipment properly. Um, the We had one the other day. Um, we saw pictures of it that uh, the gas pressure had changed coming into a home. That would have been picked up by a routine maintenance, but they didn't have a maintenance done for five years. And what had happened then was the heat exchanger had carboned up and and they had to have a new one put in. Yeah. Well, we're going to go to the phone lines here. We have uh, Tom on the line. Go ahead with your question, Tom. Hi, good morning. Um, Yeah, you you got me kind of thinking there when you said about the cheesecloth going over the uh, the cold air. Um, Like in my house, um, you can actually, you can feel the the cold air coming out of uh, of the cold air. Like of the uh, the I guess you would say where where the furnace gets its air from, like you know the uh, I don't know what you call that, you know. Yep. 
Return so you, air is what we call it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, so that's yeah. You you can you can feel that like coming coming out of the uh, of the registers. Now, is there anything I can do to stop the uh, the cold air? Like, I don't know if it's blowing in from outside or exactly why. I, I can feel the actual air coming, the cold air coming out of those. So, so it's not the supply air where the hot air comes out. It's a, no. Well, uh, yeah. If you're feeling air coming out of the cold air returns, you either got leakage, and that leakage can be from you know external, like you say. Uh, you know, uh, cold air filtrating in from outside, or it also can be, you know, we have seen duct work for a supply air run through a cold air, and it has come apart, and now there's air blowing into those return air ducts uh, the opposite way. So depending how it was built, you might say, or you might look in the basement and see if those uh, lines are, you see any round pipes going into a return air, uh, and if it is, you might make sure they're connected. What, what kind of pipes is that? I'm sorry. Well, most of the supply pipes that, that supply air to each room are round. Okay. And the return air, like if you, f- if you picture where your filter is yes. and follow those pipes, that's the return air pipe. So that's where all the air is being brought back to your house, and they're, ne- neither, they're either rectangle or flat. And just make sure that they're all hooked up sort of thing, Correct. Right? right. And if there's a round pipe running through a flat, then that's where they could have come apart for any reason. Or it can be, you know, there's a, a, a gap from outside uh, to inside and it's blowing into that area. Like, well, the, the air wouldn't blow in. Like, I got a direct vent furnace. The air wouldn't be blowing in through the vent, would it? Like, the uh, the outside, you know, the pipe that goes through the wall. Would that possibly be, could that be it? No. Too? No, no, not no, not a chance. Not, eh? not a chance on that. No, it's just come apart somewhere. Okay, yeah. okay, that's great. Thank All you right. very much. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate Thanks. that. Thanks. And now we've got Jack. Jack, go ahead with your question. Yeah, hi, Peter. Hi. Um, I just got a uh, kind of a strange problem. Um, my filter. I have an electric furnace, like a forced air furnace, and uh, my filter never seems to get dirty, uh, but yet I get dust around the house. Well, and the cold air, like uh, the cold air vents are all okay and everything, and I can't figure out now it used to, but in the last six months, I keep looking at it. It's got one of those, like, hammock filters in it, yeah. and I keep looking at that, and it's, there's no dust on it or nothing, and I can't figure out why <laughs> And uh, when I'm getting dust in the house. Well, there's either there's a couple things. Do you run your fan all the time? Uh, no. Well, we don't. There's not on our furnace... There's not a fan that runs all the time, I don't believe. Okay. So if, you know, the dust comes in and the furnace isn't running, the dust is going to come in and settle on all the the furniture. Mm -hmm. Um, That can be problem number one. Problem number two is the dust can be so fine it's going right through that filter. Okay. And then into the house. So you may need to get a higher grade filter to collect smaller particles. Uh Uh-huh. Um, or it may just be because the fan isn't running enough. Okay. Now, I did buy, back 10, 15 years ago, a, uh, a unit uh, that uh, now the, the ductwork, uh, it's just like that tinfoil type stuff. It goes to this uh, unit with a HEPA filter in it yep. and then back to the furnace. And I could never see where it ever did anything, so I quit using it a couple of years ago. 
So maybe that's part of the problem. Maybe I should start using that again. Then you got continuous air moving as well, eh? Correct, and that will find that will filter the smaller particles off. So yeah, okay. definitely that could be it. Yeah, and something you said before. My wife's got those little things you get at the dollar store for, that she puts over the registers, collect the dust. Uh, they they do more harm than good. Then really, eh? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, that's great. I'll uh, I'll try hooking that unit back up and. Uh, uh, I'll put clean filter back in there to start with and just see what happens then. Okay. Okay, thanks. Thank, thank you very much. Bye. Bye. Well, we'd just like to wish everyone a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year yep. to all our customers and listeners. Please drive safe out there. We're seeing a lot of crazy drivers. Yes, we you know, are. <laughs> get off the phone. Get off uh, everything. Make sure you're safe. Uh, we want to see everybody back here uh, after Christmas. And like we say at the shop... Life is hard by the yard, but by the inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week.